Jet Set Breakfast it is. And um, nobody has time for calls this winter. So take immune when you feel it coming. Here's what's in it. 17 active ingredients, including echinacea, zinc, selenium, 100 milligrams of vitamin C and ginger. Immune supports the relief of cold symptoms and symptoms of upper respiratory tract infections while boosting your immune system. Immune. Eververson tablets dissolves in water, creating a glass of bubbly pink liquid topped with herbal foam goodness. Feel better soon with Amune. Visit www.amune.co.za. Well, coming up, I know I did talk about, uh, uh, you know, um, the 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 wildcats but uh we just thought let's focus more on uh world pulmonary hypertension day and uh, observed annually on the 5th of may to celebrate the lives of pulmonary hypertension patients around the world with an estimated 75 million people globally suffering from pulmonary hypertension it is still frequently missed or underdiagnosed with no cure beyond organ transplant. So nearly a decade after Cape Town teen and uh, PH patient Jenna Law launched uh, the hashtag Get Me to 21 campaign to raise awareness of this life-threatening disease and to drive organ donation in South Africa. The Jenna Law Trust has completed a 90-minute documentary to continue her legacy. And this will soon have a global platform together with the Pulmonary Hypertension Association of South Africa. Uh, the trust will also co-host South Africa's first ever PH Patients uh, Perspective Symposium. That's on the 13th of May, bringing together both local and international experts into uh, diagnosis, treatment, and management of PH. And we are joined by our guest, that's Dr. Greg Simmons, consultant, pulmonologist, and physician, the General Law Clinic at Grutescure, the country's first dedicated PH medical unit. Good morning, Doc, and welcome to SAFM. Morning, Bertha. Thank you very much for having me on air with you this morning. And this is quite interesting. We normally, you know, sometimes you, you start feeling something and you don't know what it is. First and foremost, please explain what is pulmonary hypertension. Yeah, sure. It's a pleasure. So, I mean, I think everyone's very familiar with the concept of high blood pressure or hypertension. It's very common. Lots of people have it and easy to diagnose. <clears throat> pulmonary hypertension is where the blood pressure in the lung system is very low, is very high. It should be a low-pressure system, and the pressures in the lung are very elevated, and this leads to unexplained shortness of breath. So patients will experience breathlessness with exertion, unexplained shortness of breath, even chest pain or palpitations, blackouts, or feeling like they want to blackout. It's exceedingly rare. There's only about one in every million people have this disease. Mm. So it's often misdiagnosed. Lots of medical conditions present with shortness of breath and as a result <clears throat> it's not very high up on doctors uh, thoughts list it's not very high up on their perspectives and and we often see that patients have a misdiagnosis for one to two years before even the diagnosis is thought about and then you know patients are referred to appropriate physicians and specialists to confirm the diagnosis so it's rare it's difficult to diagnose um, and, and it's life-threatening. I mean, this disease progresses and unfortunately without appropriate intervention can take a patient's life.
Yeah. And and what what causes it? Oh, excellent question, Bertha. Um, the, the biggest the biggest cause is, is is unknown. I mean, we we know that there is a genetic association with it. There are some genetic mutations uh, associated with pulmonary hypertension. We do know it's associated with some autoimmune diseases like lupus, which is quite prevalent in the Western Cape. We are, we do know that there are some medications that cause pulmonary hypertension, but but generally we never find a cause. Um, the commonest other cause we see in, in South Africa, particularly in not so much in the rest of the world, is HIV. And as you know, we have one of the biggest HIV populations in the world. So we, we see a fair amount of HIV-associated pulmonary hypertension as well as clots. Clots in the lungs cause pulmonary hypertension. So those are the, the biggest. But generally, in most of our patients, we, we won't find a cause. Mm. And how do you manage it? If, let's say, you, you, you find out that uh, this is your condition, what then next? <clears throat> yeah, I mean, great question. So I think in the last 20 years, there have been dramatic advances in therapy. I mean, 25 years ago, we had no therapy for this condition. This was a life sentence, and patients were bound to die from this disease. And it really was a, was a death sentence patients, and, and doctors were both very negative about outcomes. Currently, at the moment in South Africa, we have five or six different medications available to patients, albeit they're very expensive, uh, which is a huge barrier to accessing care for patients. But the therapies are available, and, and we're seeing now patients who get on appropriate therapy, they go for years, and we will prolong life, we will maintain good quality of life, and patients can get about their day without even knowing that they have the disease. People walking past them would know they have this disease, and, and, and they stay relatively well. Unfortunately, it is progressive, and it can lead to the need for transplants. And this is, you know, destination or exit therapy, which has its own risks and complications and its own rights. So we reserve transplantation in patients who failed medical therapy, whose disease is progressing. And the gift of transplant is an amazing one. So I would really encourage all your listeners out there to consider this. Um, you know, death is sad, death is hard. But in death, there can be a, a fantastic magical gift. If you make yourself a donor, you can literally help eight or nine others uh, with your body, which is an amazing gift to humanity in a sense. Mm. And for instance, like we're talking about, you know, you, you, you realize you have the symptoms or even a diagnosis has, has, has been, you know, has been verified. Do, do you get to a point where it's chronic and it can be, you know, quite fatal? Look, I think, I think if you had the diagnosis made and you're on your private therapy, it's a chronic condition. You live with this condition, you manage this condition, um, and you survive with this condition and even thrive. There are a number of patients in our clinic who are on appropriate therapy and, and, and have been going for eight or nine years. I mean, I, I distinctly, uh, you know, I'm very well versed a young lady. We've been looking after her since she was 14 and she's now 23. On appropriate therapy, doing very well. And, and coping very nicely without needing transplant on the right therapy. But the biggest, the biggest issue really is making the diagnosis. Um, as I said, many doctors um, do not even think about this diagnosis. It doesn't even come up on their radar, but it's so rare, so uncommon. And in South Africa, we face this you know, colliding epidemics of HIV, TB, lifestyle diseases with obesity, hypertension, heart failure, and, and um, smoking. So... Now, pulmonary hypertension is a rare orphan disease. It's often not even thought about. You go see your GP with breathlessness. Um, be sure the last thing you're going to think about is pulmonary hypertension. I, I would encourage patients to say, you know, I've got unexplained breathlessness. Could pulmonary hypertension be a cause of this? Mm. And uh, let's look at uh, the diet. 
Can diet yes. play play a role? So we know um, from large studies that there are certain um, drugs that used to cause uh, primary hypertension that are no longer available. These are appetite suppressants people used for weight loss in the 90s and early 2000s. So those are no longer in the market because of their health implications. But regarding diet, there's no specific causative agent. If you have primary hypertension, you want to eat a sensible diet. Uh, you want to avoid sugars and um, pro-inflammatory um, foods which drive vascular inflammation. So, you know, low carbohydrate, low sugar diet is essential. You want to avoid salt um, because salt will cause fluid retention and drive up your blood pressures in your annual systemic. So I think just being sensible, eating a balanced meal, avoiding salt, uh, avoiding sugars uh, is sensible. And there's no specific diet other than that. Mm. I, I just want to take a small break, uh, Doctor, and uh, I'll be back just to sort of to wrap up our conversation. Dr. Greg Simmons, consultant, pulmonologist and physician, uh, the General Law Clinic at Grutescu, the country's first dedicated PH medical unit. And of course, uh, our diet also plays a role and we just need to be healthy people, live healthily, exercise and make sure you eat right. When we get back, uh, we will um, tie up our conversation. Bertha Charuma on SAFM. And you are on the Jet Set Breakfast right up until 10. Uh, right now I'm speaking to Dr. Greg Siemens, consultant, uh, pulmono- pulmonologist and physician at the General Low Clinic. So, um, Doc, just to come back to you, let's talk about, um, you know, the uh, Perspectives uh, Symposium 2023 taking yep. place on the 13th of May. Yes, so we're very excited. This is the first of its kind. Um, you know, for so many years, medicine has been very doctor-centric and paternalistic. And I think, at the end of the day, we are not the ones uh, living the journey. We are not the ones living the disease. And, and we're not walking those steps when you're short of breath, just struggling to get to the bottom, short of breath, just getting changed. So what we're trying to do is, is look at this disease from how the patient would see it and live it and experience it. What can we empower the patient with knowledge-wise? How can we help with diet? How can we help with psychosocial support and psychiatric support? How can we help with medication and empower patients with knowledge so they know what to expect and they know what questions to ask and they can know how to manage their medication and their condition? So it's really just changing how we look at this disease. We can look at the pure science, which is incredibly important in understanding the drugs and how they work and understanding how transplant works. But I think it's also very important to uh, review the human side of this disease and appreciate the journey that patients have to face you know, our average patient just getting to hospital is hard, is challenging. Transport's difficult and expensive. Access and care is difficult. Um, so they face barriers at every level trying just to have quality of health. And we want to help with that. And that's what the patient perspective is about. Mm. I've got a question from one of our listeners. says, I do have asthma. I don't understand what uh, the doctor says. Kindly ask him if it's confused with asthma. Oh, great question. So, so... Asthma can present with episodic shortness of breath with wheezing and tightness. Uh, it is not related to the blood vessels in the lungs at all, but rather the air tubes or air pipes in the lungs, and those air pipes narrow, causing the breathlessness. Palmer hypertension, on the other hand, is a disease of the blood vessel, not the air pipes. And those blood vessels will shut down and the blood pressure in the lung will go up, but both will produce shortness of breath, Typically, asthma will have wheezing and tightness, whereas pulmonary hypertension will not. The difficulty for the average doctor is trying to discern the difference between the two. And we often see 
pulmonary hypertension patients misdiagnosed as asthma or heart failure. And the sad part of pulmonary hypertension is it typically affects young women in the prime of their lives. So it's often diagnosed late, but I think a, a great question. So asthma, asthma is an airways disease affecting the air pipes, whereas pulmonary hypertension is a vascular disease affecting the blood vessels. Mm. And in closing, Doc, where, um, just to, to give our listeners where, you know, some more information in regard uh, to uh, ticketing and where, um, you know, uh, the, the Perspective Symposium is happening. So it's happening in Cape Town um, at Fair Cape Rehab Centre in Tukai. Uh, it's best to access on the Genola website, so you can just Google that. And the Palmer Hypertension Society website will have a tremendous amount of information as well. So those are your best portals of access. Thank you so much. Have yourself a great weekend ahead. Thank you for having me. Thank you so much. That's Dr. Greg Simmons, consultant, pulmonologist and physician at the Genolo Clinic at Hrutaskir, uh, the country's first dedicated pH medical unit. And we've been talking about the pH patient's perspectives, Imposium 2023, and also just understanding what is a pH, what is it all about. Well, top of the hour, we'll have news and also still to come in the show, King Charles' coronation today. That will come through around about uh, quarter past eight.